Hey guys, so I just wanted to start the show with saying that black lives still matter. I know I haven't talked about this um, really at all on the show as of recently. It's really only been the show notes, but I just wanted to make it clear that black lives have not, like, have not, black lives mattering has not gone away. Black lives still matter. And they're doing lots of big movements with um, political stuff and, um, getting uh, certain people into office and into the Senate and all of that awesome stuff. So I recommend that you be informed. I get emails, um, I don't know, every uh, two, two, maybe three days, uh, one to two, one to two, two to three days. And um, I just recommend that you check them out uh, because black lives are fantastic and they matter they matter so much so make sure you guys are checking that out and i have to be honest sometimes i get those emails and i'm like oh my goodness because i'm not eligible to vote so like the whole voting thing really just um that just kind of is like why do i get this but i feel uh, i need to be looking at that in another perspective because how how would jesus look at that if he couldn't vote um he would still be um, praying for Black Lives Matter, advocating for Black Lives Matter, and showing love to those who need it in the Black Lives Matter community and to everybody. So, I got guys, I just want to make it clear that Black Lives still matter. You should still be getting educated, and I should um, be just pushing forward and um, trying to get more educated and get better at that as well. So, I want to um, just make that statement at the beginning of the show, and without further ado let's get into the show Ladies and gents, and welcome to the God in Games podcast, where we talk about God and video games to one incredibly amazing thing and one really cool thing as well. Guys, sorry it's been a little bit of a delay. We went back to full or we went to full online school um, for school, so I've been full online and I thought I was going to record on Monday but Monday ended up being crazy, and uh, it's just, it's been a pretty crazy week, so my bad guys, um, I hope you guys aren't too angry, but I hope a Wednesday episode is not the worst thing for you guys. So uh, without further ado, I want to give a little breakdown, and then we'll get right into the show. So in today's show, we're going to start with a personal segment on some stuff, some real hard stuff I've been dealing with lately, and some real... Um, tough things um in my life and how god has helped me through it and also uh just um talking about some video games you know beyond light released uh what was it last tuesday we have gotten our new season for destiny 2 as well yesterday so a lot has happened in the gaming world as well but without further ado let's get right into the show
All right, ladies and gents, so without further ado, let's get into this personal segment. Now, this personal segment is going to get pretty serious because I've had some really, really tough struggles, and it's been really hard, but um, God has been delivering me through this circumstance, and it's been tough. It's been hard. I have not liked the circumstance. The circumstance itself is evil, but... God has helped me through it, and uh, I'm still going through it, uh, but um, without further ado, let me um, break it down for you. So, um, in our English class, we are um, reading a book called 1984. Now, if you haven't read this book, I highly recommend you do not read it, uh, because this has been pretty much the um, the center of all of these problems that... Um, have uh, come into my life. So 1984 is a, um, what's the word? Uh, uh, a dystopian novel where, um, it's like, suppose it's like in the future, but the future of the past, like what the, was in the past, the thought of the future, like, uh, it's kind of a weird thing since it takes place in 1984. Um, but that was like considered the future because it was written in, 1948 so like um a idea for the future like what may happen and um yeah so that's basically what it's about about and the main character is a guy named winston and um basically uh it's it's a it's a oh, it is not a good novel now i'm gonna try and give you guys the very uh, abridged version of what it is just because this is a kid's channel and or a kid's podcast um it's not meant for any of that bad stuff but uh i i just want to like talk about for those of you who are also struggling uh with um well the main bad thing is the sexual desires in this book there's tons and tons of sex in it and it is just not good and it has really um, really challenged me, um, to like hold on to Jesus. And, um, I was reading today and there's just some bad stuff in it. And, uh, I would not be reading this if it was not a sign for my English class. And I probably wouldn't even know about it if it wasn't a sign for my English class. But, um, I've had to skip chapters, sections, all sorts of stuff just because of the evils that are in it. And um, I was reading it today and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is just so bad. This is just really destroying me. And um, I came upon, um, or I shouldn't say came upon, like I magically opened my Bible and it flipped this. Uh, but I was like looking through because I'm like, I want to hear something from Jesus. I want to hear what Jesus has said about this. I just want to hear the words of Jesus because that's what gives me encouragement is Jesus's words. And um, it's the chapter or the section um, in Matthew chapter four, where it talks about the temptation of Jesus. And I'll, I'll start reading it. And then uh, I probably won't read the whole thing because it's pretty lengthy, but who knows? Maybe I will. <laughs> but it starts uh, Matthew chapter four, verse one. Then Jesus was led, oh, and it's called the temptation of Jesus. Then Jesus was led up by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. And the temp 
the tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, Again it is written, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Again the devil took him to a very high mountain, and showed him all of the kingdoms of the world in their glory. And he said to him, all these I will give you, if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Be gone, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and were ministering to him. So that's um, the temptation of Jesus' passage. And at the beginning it talks about, it says, Fasting for forty days and forty nights. That's incredible. Like that, <laughs> that already surpasses anything I've ever done. I, I don't even think I've fasted for one day without eating or drinking. Um, and 40 days and 40 nights, that's 40 more times than I've never done when it comes to fasting. And Jesus did that. And then it says the tempter, the devil came to him and he began tempting him saying, oh, turn these stones into bread if you're hungry. And it's not saying there that Jesus couldn't do that. It's saying that Jesus isn't going to give into his temptation because he is starving. He is so hungry, but he isn't going to give into the temptation of the devil. Not that eating is a bad thing, but the devil is trying to make him obey him and uh make him obey uh himself and jesus is like no i will not obey you devil and he i think this is the like just the biggest part of uh this passage uh where jesus is going through this temptation instead of being like no i'm not gonna do that he's like no and then he uses scripture Scripture, guys, is a sword. It is literally a weapon that Jesus gives us, not only to give us knowledge, but to also fight against evils. Recently, the Holy Spirit has been putting these amazing ideas in my head on cool ways I can look at um, the gospel story. And one of the ways has been in this Western setting. And the word is like a... Um, is like a, oh my goodness, like a gunslinger's weapon. It's what he uses to fend off his enemies. And that is what Jesus uses here against the ultimate enemy, Satan. He fends him off. And this whole passage is important, but I think it's amazing. Uh, and this is what we should do in our temptation is use scripture against the devil. Because what the devil wants, he wants us to just give in to our temptation. He wants us to be like, you know, I'm just too tired. I, I can't do it. I, I, I got to give up. It's just, it's too much for me. And Jesus says, no, fight against him with your sword. I've given you a weapon and destroy him with this evil. Whether it's sexual temptation, whether it's temptation of video games, money, um, 
like even religion or you just want to be a religious person and you don't want to be a Christian. You just want to do good works and have people like you fighting against those things with the sword that Jesus gives us. And if we do that, oh my goodness, will we be able to combat the devil? And this just gave me so much hope that we get we get three of the many temptations that Jesus went through. Like only three are listed here, but if he was there being tempted for 40 days and 40 nights, I'm pretty sure there were more than three temptations. And it is said that Jesus has gone through everything. He is with us in every circumstance. He has gone through every circumstance. So, so no matter what you've been going through, Jesus has been there. And that's the most comforting thing. Not that, uh, oh, I'm going through this and Jesus can guide me. I'm going through this and Jesus is with me. Jesus is helping me. Jesus is saying, I've been there. I, I, I'm there with you right now. I've gone through this and I've beat it. And I know you are not perfect and you can't beat it, but see what I've done for you. And let that propel you through this circumstance and let that help you destroy the devil. Use my word and destroy his evils. And I think even when um, in this passage, when the devil even uses scripture, twists the meaning to use it against Jesus, Jesus comes back at him with stronger scripture saying, you, he said, it says in uh, chapter four, verse seven, Jesus said to him again, it is written, you shall not put the Lord, your God to the test. And that, that just... It's like, what can you, what can Satan say, even if it is a piece of scripture to combat that? What There's no, nothing that, because the whole thing, he's putting Jesus to the test and Jesus says, you shall not put the Lord your God to the test. And guys, I just, I want to leave you with that encouragement that no matter what struggles you're going through, like me, <laughs> there are some tough struggles on this earth and do not neglect them. Do not push them aside, but fight them. But don't fight them alone because you don't need to because Jesus has beat every single struggle. If you look to him, if you live in him, and if you know that he can bring you ultimate joy and peace and that he is with you in that circumstance. He isn't just telling you what to do or guiding you. He's with you, guiding you. He's guiding you and he is with you. And he's bringing you through these circumstances. And uh, I heard I was listening to one of the message devotionals or I was reading a devotional off one of like the daily devotionals on the Bible app. And it said, uh, this isn't an exact quote, but sometimes... God delivers you from circumstances and sometimes God delivers you through circumstances. You may not know um, uh, what circumstance, like why you're going through a specific circumstance. You may be like, God, why are you doing this? Why is this in my life? But know that sometimes God can use those circumstances. God can deliver you through those circumstances. And God ultimately knows best. You may not know why God's doing something, but are you a feeble human worthy to ask and um, try and understand the knowledge of the Most High God? That doesn't make any sense. 
we can't comprehend why God does some things. Like the doctrine of predestination, I still don't even fully understand it. Like how can some people be predestined with God and others not predestined uh, with God? But I just need to trust that God has a purpose and a plan for everything. I can understand some things, but I won't be able to understand everything. And it's not my job to understand everything. And it's not your job to understand everything. Because we just need to trust that God, the loving God he is, the God who sacrificed Jesus for us, that he has our best intentions in mind. So I hope you guys are encouraged with that today. And I hope you guys just go forth and um, live in the joy and the beauty that Jesus and only Jesus can bring. Because these circumstances are tough. These trials are tough. These storms are tough. But Jesus has gone through them and beaten every single one. And he's with us in the storm. He's there hugging us and saying, it will be all right. I am with you and I will bring you through this. And we can beat this. I have beat this. And you just need to trust and just be in awe and love me and strive for me because I have taken care of everything. I've beat everything. I have done everything. It is finished, as Jesus said. He has beaten sin and death. And you do not need to fear it anymore if your hope is in Jesus. All right, let's get on to the next segment. Ladies and gentlemen, so without further ado, let's get into some gaming talk. Now, first and foremost, I have a awesome announcement. My dad just got the Xbox Series X, and I've been playing around with it a lot, and it is super, super fun. It is, oh my goodness, it's so fast, and uh, I've been playing Fortnite on it. And the Fortnite looks so good. The 4K um, 60 frames per second. Oh my goodness. It is just stunning how um, fast and good that like Fortnite looks on here. So um, that has been really cool. Destiny 2 also has insane. Like we're talking PC loading times. And it just blows my mind how fast it loads. And... Like, with a game like Destiny 2 that has lots of loading screens and it feels like they're super long, it is awesome to just zoom right through those. So, yeah, um, that is a really fun um, and big announcement. So, I've been playing around a lot with that, and I recommend if you um, haven't uh, tried to get your hands on one that you do, because they are really fun. Um, <laughs> they are really cool. And um, I know they're, like, not... There's not a ton in stock, like, anywhere. So it may be a while before you're actually able to get your hands on one. But uh, that's something to look forward to if you're waiting on a pre-order or you ordered it and are waiting on, for that order to come. So um, on to some actual video game news. So Destiny 2 Beyond Light has launched. It launched on Tuesday, last Tuesday. Uh, 
two Tuesdays ago, since yesterday was Tuesday. And then yesterday, Season of the Hunt has launched. So I have not actually played any Season of the Hunt yet. Um, I'm excited to play it. It looks really cool, but um, I haven't actually gotten around to playing it. But I have beat the Beyond Light campaign. So I'm going to give a little summary of what I think about Beyond Light, and then I'm going to dive a little deeper into the campaign for those of you who have not finished it and do not want any spoilers. And I'll um, hopefully remember to give a spoiler warning before I get into that. But um, Beyond Light is a really cool expansion. I think probably um, excluding the fact that it is darkness, stasis is a really fun thing to use. Being able to throw ice around everywhere and uh, freeze. I recently got the... Um, the oh the grenade launcher that freezes people and uh that's super fun just being able to shoot them and then they just freeze right where they are that's it's a really fun gun and it, it has a really fun mission attached to it as well so i think beyond light has been really cool from a story perspective though i feel like it was kind of missing out there like we have this huge pyramid ship out there and, uh, like all super unknown, have no idea what's on there. And, uh, basically we just like kind of hunted a, a fallen house to extinction. It, it feels like that's what the majority of the campaign or not the campaign, but, or like beyond light in general, like what it was, we were just hunting down, um, this, uh, well, like this fallen, uh, like house the house of salvation um but there were some really cool moments that i do want to point out so beyond light a really fun campaign or a really fun expansion um has lots of cool things that europa destination is massive it needs more loading zones oh my goodness it takes forever to get from one at end of the map to the other it needs some quicker loading zones but um or like more um, loading zones around the map. But um, it is a really, I really recommend that um, maybe if you're not like completely sold on it, maybe grab Game Pass and then jump into it. And if you're like, you know, I was just kind of waiting to hear review, I would say I would give it an 8.5 out of 10. I would definitely recommend that you go and check it out. And with Season of the Hunt, I think it's going to be a great, great combo. So spoiler warning from now until maybe I'll put a timestamp in. Uh, I don't know what it will um, from five minutes till um, and then I'll put another timestamp in for you, those of you listening. So spoiler warning now until or I'll, I'll, I'll put a I'll put a spoiler spoiler warning uh, message in the show notes. So. Spoiler, spoiler warning starts here. So campaign. So uh, the whole, the essence of the campaign is basically there is this um, character. Her name is, uh, uh, it starts with an E, um, Aramis. Yeah, Aramis. And she basically is super angry at the traveler because um, the traveler left um, left the fallen in their time of need, not like Jesus. Um, the Jesus stayed and he is with us forever, but the traveler left the fallen and she is just 
had this hatred for the traveler and those who are with the traveler because of that situation. And so throughout the campaign, um, you're basically like, um, you're kind of hunting down, you're like discovering stasis, hunting down her like um, uh, high ranking commanders who have been given the power of stasis. And basically you're trying to figure out what this stasis is and um uh like what uh like how we can take down Aramis and kind of more of the story behind that and so um i just wanted to point out uh, some interesting points so every so at the very beginning like after you do like the first mission i think there's this like um triangle uh in like a super cool cutscene, like a little triangle ship comes and it like turns into this like almost like a temple sort of thing. It, it's really weird, uh, but it, it's a really cool how they do like the transformation and it lands almost like a ship. Um, and you every time you do like a quest for the stranger, you get to unlock one of these um, uh, like there's like little seals that you unlock and there's five of them. And four of them, you have to, like, go and actually get them, whereas the last one you get after beating Aramis. And um, how how it goes is, like, you go, you do some objectives, then you go and hunt down, like, a member of uh, Aramis's, like, um, leadership or whatever, and then you go and you unseal a seal. And uh, every time you go there, the ghost is always saying like, you know, this just doesn't feel right. This isn't like, I just don't feel like this is a good idea going into the darkness. And I feel like, like I was like that voice as well. Like I was like, you know, this is also just a video game. Like this is not, the video games is not where my hope is. So if that's in Jesus and Jesus is always good and always constant. But I, I kind of like um, did some comparisons like this is kind of what the Holy Spirit does, except it's all far more like, no, this isn't just maybe bad. This is bad. Turn from this and uh, tries to help you with that. And um, yeah, so I, I feel like there was kind of like a Holy Spirit thing there where but the ghost like doesn't have any power to stop us whereas the holy spirit has a whole the holy spirit is god the holy spirit can do whatever um uh it sees fit because the holy spirit is god uh whatever god sees fit the holy spirit will do and um so i just i found that really interesting and i also found it interesting how the mysterious stranger i felt like she um she was like all for going into the darkness because like the light can't help us now or whatever. And I was like, you know, it can, the, the light is good. And, um, but then I feel like towards the end of the campaign, uh, she like kind of changed her mind in a sense. Like she was like, you know, like I've seen what it's been doing to Aramis and I don't want that happening to you. And, uh, I feel like, um, I feel like uh, that's like we should not as Christians be trying to like dabble in the darkness. The darkness is purely Satan's evil. And um, 
like we should just turn from it because it will corrupt us even if we think we may be able to handle it it will corrupt us and turn us evil and we need to stay in light because light is the only true thing and then there was the drifter and eris i have no idea why they were on the why they were on europa i feel like it really makes little sense why they're there like they have not maybe it's like for something further along uh down the line but i i feel like there really has been like no point to them being there besides the drifter and eris exchanging angry remarks at each other in in that one really cool cutscene where they fought all of the they fought all of the fallen uh so yeah that's another point of view and then i think um I think they're one of the coolest. Um, I think my favorite part in the campaign was after you complete um, you complete the strike, uh, the new the brand new strike, and it's the one where um, it basically the entire strike is Varix and Aramis back and forth dialogue, and Aramis is just getting on uh Varric's like you're a traitor you're a traitor and then Varric just goes all out and he's like no you are the evil one you are filled with darkness and I've had it with you and like I feel like we need to be like that with Satan's temptations you know like that Satan's temptations will get on us and get on us and get on us and we just need to say no Jesus has saved us you are evil you are evil and I feel like that was just a cool point where Varix just, he was like, no, Aramis, I made the right choice. You are the one at fault. Because Varix stayed with the Traveler and he's been trying to get, he save his people and bring them to the Traveler. Whereas Aramis is like, you know what, let's just go full on darkness. And Varric said, no, you are the evil. And I felt like that was the cool part. And then he had a really cool cutscene where he explained the entire backstory of why the Fallen were so angry at the Traveler and why Aramis specifically is so angry. And um, even despite all of this pain and the suffering that um, Varric has gone through, um, he ends it with, I think, one of the most powerful statements of the whole campaign that has stuck with me. Um, and I, I can remember it because that was like one of the coolest cutscenes I've ever seen. He said a very simple phrase, but meaning a lot. In darkness, there is only death. Yeah. Throughout the whole campaign, the stranger and uh, the stranger and... Uh, all of these people were like, oh, maybe there's hope, there's hope. And then Varric just says, no, in darkness, there's only death. And that could not be more true for us as Christians today. In darkness, there's only death. And that has just stuck with me. And I hope you guys will realize that too. And then on the opposite side, in light, there is hope and there is life. There is freedom and salvation in light. Not in the light of destiny too but in the light of Jesus and in the darkness of Satan, there's only death. So I got to say the, though the campaign may have not advanced the destiny Two story as a whole a ton, it has brought some powerful points to mind um, for me. And I hope that uh, those are cool realizations for you guys as well. And uh, 
I recommend that you guys hop in. The campaign was really fun. Uh, so what me and my dad did is we made some good, bad decisions, stayed up pretty late and farmed the widow's walk lost sector while it was bugged, dropping a legendary off the lost sector boss every time and always being around seven to 10 plus of your power. So I was like at 200 the entire time, whereas we were playing with a buddy and he like was just getting sword sword skulls and like just having a tough time fighting against the enemies uh but uh i i just i had a blast and it, it was really fun i recommend you guys check it out and then with season of the hunt um i can't give you like a full in-depth review but basically uh what um what happened with season of the hunt is uh aldrin's back and the the entirety of it is basically, if you remember Sagira, who is Osiris's ghost, um, she was killed by, um, like agents of Zivu Arath, Oryx's sister, uh, other, other sister, not Savathun. And now we're basically hunting these agents and like using like these lures, kind of like in, uh, Garden Warfare 2 with boss hunts where we'd like lure out the boss with like, uh, the tacos and stuff and you can like slot different things in your lure and then you run up throw it down and then you take out this boss so i'm excited to try it out it's going to be really fun um i'm sure it will be i'll have a blast going through with that and uh also hawk moon is coming back that's one i'm really excited for because uh it it seemed like they were going to rework hawk moon but then in the gameplay trailer it showed someone killing uh, someone and then someone one tapping with Hawk Moon. So I have a feeling that maybe luck in the chamber may be back. Uh, but um, anyway, uh, that is my breakdown on Beyond Light and Destiny 2. Uh, that um, That's really, I've been playing some Fortnite, but I feel like those Fortnite and Destiny 2 have been the two I've been playing the most. And I am, so I'm thinking maybe doing an episode on Saturday. Um, and, uh, like doing, cause I've had this, the Holy Spirit has put this fantastic idea in my head for, I don't know, maybe, uh, I mean, I don't, I think a movie is a little out of my hands, but like a video game idea that, um, I was talking with my grandpa, who's a very skilled guitarist. It, I think that's a word. Uh, but he's really good at the guitar and um, it's a Western theme. And I thought some like cool Western music would be really awesome. So I may be talking and expanding on that, uh, taking that thought out of my head and putting it on, well, I guess a podcast in this case, um, and just talking to you guys about, about it. So uh, that's going to be the episode uh, today, guys. I hope it was an encouraging one, and I hope it brought light to you today in these tough times. Remember, always look to Jesus, and I pray if you haven't accepted him, that you will, and that you will pray that prayer and accept him into your life, because I have to tell you, it is the best decision I have ever made and will ever make. So I, I, <laughs> I don't think, think highly, highly, highly is even, um, close to, um, putting into words how much I recommend you to accept Jesus in your life. So, um, guys go forth, have a fantastic week, look to Jesus and guys take care. I'll see you all later. Peace.